Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Welcome to episode 313 on this week where I am coming to you every single day because it is quite an eventful week indeed. So I hope you are well today. I have had some trying days and it will be a trying week for me as well. And the only thing that I really look forward to is to continue to look up and believe that everything is working out in the best case scenario. And so I wish you the same. And I am here to communicate the positions of the heavenly bodies and the energies that they are sharing with us every single day so that we can be conscious of the gifts that are abound to help us with any possible transitions or challenging moments that you might have or if you're having a brilliant week to really know why that is happening to you in its brilliance. So the time that I am sharing for today is at 13.55. Now, I like to play around with the numbers with um, Sky Astrology because 13.55 is a very special uh, combination of numbers, especially this week. And that's because that is the degree and arch minute of the very revered star Sirius. Actually, I learned that's also where the so-called Sir in English was derived from. But Sirius is... Uh, the brightest star in the sky. Some believe it is actually the binary star of our sun. And mathematically and astronomically, it is at 13 degrees of Gemini and 55 arch minutes. And there's another star near to it as well. It's 14 degrees and it is Canopus. Now, they're very close together, but the reason why I am sharing this information in this, before I tell you where the heavenly bodies are, where I want to draw your attention to, is because Mercury, who maybe many of you are following Western astrology saying that Uh, Mercury's retrograde. The fact is that Mercury has been slowing down for about two weeks now anyway. And I like to observe exactly where Mercury is as it is slowing down 
because it actually pauses and that's called stationary and I have felt that this is a very important uh, position and time to observe especially when it's zero degrees now this time it isn't zero degrees but we did have that zero degrees in March and it was quite eventful and I shared it also on my Instagram uh, TV so if you want to look for that and find out what happened during that time but because we are in of course very eventful times at the moment it is very important for us to keep our eyes open keep looking up and be aware of the uh, hints I believe that uh, the sky above is giving us so that we can aim to balance the as above and so below and as you know there is quite a lot of energy and <laughs> situations that are presenting themselves on the earth plane below. Okay, so at this time that I picked of 1355, there's a lot of um, coincidental numerological uh, numbers that are matching up. And I will share that with you. Also, I want to share with you that I will be posting about the summer solstice uh, on my Instagram and about Mercury retrograde as well. Excuse the noise. I thought we had uh, a pause with renovations, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So I will come back where I will um, share with you where the heavenly bodies are for 17th of June 2020 at 1355 GMT time. Hello, I'm back and hopefully this music will help drown out the perpetual renovation noises from the background so let's start with where the heavenly bodies are i will repeat it is for today 17th of june 2020 the time is for 1355 which hasn't happened yet so we in london and that's different for every location have the constellation of Virgo rising in the sky we can't see those stars but that doesn't mean they are there I mean we can't see the sun at the moment either but we know we have daylight because it's so cloudy that's why we can't see the sun but to be consciously aware that that is what happening is very important because we know that Virgo which is our earth energy is rising and is above so issues about reality about earthly matters are in the air are above and rising to the top of the sky okay then we have I'm gonna go in the route of rising up in the sky actually because I usually go the other way so I'm gonna go clockwise and because we are hitting mercury which I talked about that it's at 14 degrees and it is very much in the stationary position but because I like to 
observe it exactly at the stationary position. For me, if it is still gaining uh, degrees or arch minutes, it is not stationary because it's literally still moving forward. So even though a lot of people say Mercury is station um, retrograde today, actually Mercury is still moving forward and it won't be stationary until tonight and then it will be like that for almost nine hours where it will not move mathematically at all and I think those are very special times if you want to know those times please contact me because I am thinking of making a special group on Instagram where you will get the countdown of that time so that you don't miss it because it can be quite a good time to listen to those words and thoughts in your head that are talking to you, speaking your best self. And the reason why this is so important as well is because first Mercury is in the constellation space that where it is awakened, that it is a part of, that it is comfortable with that it is aligned with because Mercury is um, aligned with the energies of Gemini and Virgo Mm, and Virgo's rising right and that's good because the Gemini of course is an air energy and the Virgo of course is a earth energy and they do coexist quite well as above so below as long as the effort is put in but most I would say most importantly because, you know, this is part of the energy that is this week is that Sirius, the star, is 13 degrees, 55, which is almost 14 degrees, not exact yet, has always, is always in Gemini because it takes for ages for it to appear to move from the Earth a degree, okay? So this is a fixed star. It's supposedly the second, the binary star of the sun. It is revered for, you know, thousands of years from the Egyptians. And you can do your own research. I think it's important. But it is a definite um, star that is part of our reality. You can stargaze upon the stars, not in the night sky now, because, of course, it's in the daytime. But in the winter, it is um, a star that is um, beautiful to stargaze upon and to observe where exactly it is uh, during times of eclipses and rising um, uh, moments, things like that. Okay, so that is why today is so important, of course, tomorrow and when Mercury will be hitting exactly Sirius, of course, we will observe that. But also, it's important because I do these podcasts for uh, my students who have a sky chart is because if you are born with a connection to Sirius, or if you are born with Mercury retrograde, or you're born when uh, Sirius was making a connection to Mercury, then it is even more impactful for you. So then you can look around in your sky and see if that is the case. If you need some help, you can always ask me with a little DM in 
Instagram. Okay, let's get on to where the heavenly bodies are. Continued. <laughs> Sorry, so I told you that Mercury was standing still at this time. No, I didn't say that. I said it was still moving forward. Sorry. It's still moving because it's going to gain another arch minute. So I see it as still moving. And I find I want to differentiate the moment that it actually, or not even a moment, it's a good nine hours where it's actually not going to move at all. Okay, and that's coming up later today. Then we have the North Node Rahu, which is at 35 degrees of Taurus but I am you know in the middle of redefining that part of the sky because I have seen that the sun is no longer in Taurus and not yet in Gemini and I believe it validates even though it's a very small window of maybe five degrees but Scorpio has its seven degrees that I am in the middle of changing that for my students to because 35 degrees is the same degree where Betelgeuse is and Betelgeuse is a star of Orion and right now the sun is in the constellation of Orion and is aligning with the stars of Orion so the sun is in Orion <laughs> the node is in Orion. The solar eclipse will be in Orion. And, you know, nobody knows exactly what that means, but it's definitely time to be conscious of it and observe it, especially because it is the opposition of a focus, which we now observe. Okay? And it's a combination, like Scorpio and Sagittarius, between two energies. In this case, it's between air and earth. And we need any extra spice, any binding um, energy that we can pull to bring, um, you know, heaven and earth or as above, so below, so that we are, you know, vibrating and shifting to the higher frequencies and not being um, influenced by the lower frequencies or man-made frequencies that obviously in the state of the earth in the world is not of our best interest it is not a high frequency is not that of love otherwise there would be no starvation there would be no crime there would be no killing there would be no need to demonstrate there would be no poverty there would be no um people not honoring mother earth and you know polluting her waters and her body and her air and everything about her and not respecting her so this is what earth is doing and we need to rise above that and work towards that being integrated and i believe you know, this is an opportunity with the soul return to do that. And I will be speaking more about that um, later. But in, you know, between these days is the best time for me really to make a point about this Orion. Okay, so I haven't decided, but I will. So let's just say that the North Node Rahu is in Orion. It's at Betelgeuse, the same degree. I'm going to redefine it as Taurus because it's really no longer Taurus. 
and <clears throat> that would be interesting I could probably do it now because I feel like today's the first day of all Orion where yesterday it was transiting and coming out but today it's clearly in Orion and so I'm gonna say that today the sun is at one degree Orion yeah yesterday would be at zero degrees so today's one degree Orion to three so let's say that ta-ta Rahu and Beetlejuice are three degrees of Orion and three is a um you know a very a master number and part of the frequencies like Tesla said so I'm gonna go with that you heard it here first on Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, Sky Astrology. I'm glad I'm like in such a high mood and I hope I'm infectious and spreading a little bit of light and love to you and yours. Okay, so we So there's a window. I'm redoing it so that you don't have to hear that noise in the background, but I don't know when it's going to come again. So we have recalibrated um Orion in between where it is in the sky um between Taurus and Gemini now we are talking about what's actually in Taurus there's a lot happening this week of course what's been happening is that Venus is at home is awakened is conscious in its own space in the earth space in Taurus and at 12 degrees of Taurus retrograde moving towards the Pallades system which is really between 7 and 9 degrees okay and that is of course a good thing more positive beautiful earth energy as well um also what's happening now is that our moon which is coming up next it's at 14 degrees number 14 is like big in the sky now <laughs> at this moment uh it is 14 degrees mathematically aries but if you look up in the sky you use your sky location app it would actually be at the head of the satus sea dragon which embodies earth water and fire and having you know interacting with that aries energy it's really like i call it like a triangle between Taurus, Aries, and Pisces, and the part of the sky called the water. And it's a good thing when these energies are together and are integrating themselves. And, you know, that is a prompt for us to also integrate ourselves. I do have that problem, I have to say. That's why they call me Cloudette, because my head is in the clouds. And I do struggle on this earth plane. Just letting you know. Um, okay, next we have the asteroid Chiron because we want to include it because it's connected to our 13th sign of Fucus. It's at 17 degrees of Pisces. Then we have Mars, which yesterday was at zero degrees. I found that quite challenging because I had loads of things I was thinking I should do. I really didn't know which one to do, to be honest. <laughs> so crazy really crazy i really didn't know which one to pick um but i have to take from that and write down what um which ones they were and then go forward that oh now there's some natural noise it's thunder 
it's thunder and rain. Yes, Mars is bringing the rain, I tell you, since Mars is bringing rain. And did you know, I learned that Betelgeuse in Vedic astrology is represented by a teardrop. So bring on the tears, bring on the rain. We need that emotion. Okay? As a true Satus um, Leo energy was saying, emotion is emotions emotion. I never thought of it that way. Thank you, Tony, who, Anthony, mm, one of my students from the Wake Water Co. If you want to know more about the Wake Water Co., it is really taking also, ha ha ha, the research from Mr. Masuru Emoto, also like emotion, E-M-O-T-O, look it up, about how water is carrying our emotions and how it is carrying codes depending on the frequency, depending on what you say to it, depending on how the energy is held with it. And there's actually a machine, a medical water machine that's been used for, you know, more than 30 years, I don't know, but, you know, forever, for a very long time in Japan. And now you can actually buy this machine and the people who are sharing this knowledge beyond just buying the machine are the Wake Water Co. Head by a woman called the Water Priestess, who's also a student of mine, who has loads of organic and caring Jupiter energy in the Beehive Cluster constellation, M44, and Cancer. And most of the people who are my students or who I've had a chance to look at their sky have very little water elements in their sky. Very little heavenly bodies that are in water elements. And I believe that is why they have taken responsibility to balance their elements by bringing this live water into their life. So it's just not regular water. And I don't like to give like... Um, I want to make you curious. I don't like to give like all the details because you can go to webinars. They will tell you all about the water, the science of water, really amazing things. And actually, I'm going to go and put a link in the description so you can contact them because it is definitely a game changer for your life. And this water can travel anywhere because it is classified as medical water. So you could take your big jug of water, as I saw the water priestess do. Uh, with you on the airplane so it's just great stuff and water is so important and we had a last couple of weeks without any heavenly bodies in water actually the only water we were we had was chiron the need like needing to change needing to heal people were like screaming heal me heal me heal me heal me and now mars is coming towards that energy and um let's be conscious and aware of that and strive to really get in touch with our emotions so we know why we need healing Mm. why we need healing the true need to heal and it's intuitive and it's pisces and it's spiritual my opinion next we have neptune at 23 degrees aquarius there's 24 degrees in Aquarius, so it's going to be not, unfortunately, even though it's at the end of Aquarius, it's been there for ages, but it's going to go retrograde next week. So 
<clears throat> it's gonna be in Aquarius for quite a while definitely this year still next we have Saturn which was at zero degrees yesterday began at zero degrees as position and is still at zero degrees because it moves a lot slower than Mars Uh oh the noise is back quick and Jupiter is at 28 degrees now why do I say 28 degrees because 28 degrees is where Jupiter and Pluto met Uh, I don't know when but a couple months ago but they're gonna meet again because um, by the time that where is it yeah they're gonna meet again at 27 because Jupiter moves quicker than Pluto and Pluto is at 27 degrees and Jupiter is going to move in uh, the second contact because the first contact I believe was in January and now it's going to be the second during the retrograde so we need to pay attention to that and I will be telling you where that will be if you're in my Instagram group so you can Look at where it was when it first hit and where it is now, okay? Which is interesting to know because we want to be observers. And last but not least, we have our south node, K2, at the galactic center, which is around 2 degrees Sagittarius. So before this noise, you know, annoys me, noise annoys, I will bid you good day. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, especially on iTunes, because it helps to uh you know bring this podcast into the attention of itunes algorithms and then of course more people will see this and will um of course be able to listen and be able to get this information okay gotta go take care of yourselves have a brilliant moment bye Thank <laughs> you.